0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Dip Dudes podcast. We have a very interesting story to start it off. I think that we all should share our opinion now that the flags have come down on Bob Iger. What do mm. we feel about him? <laughs> He's been getting a lot of hate.
1: He's been getting Mr. flamed Iger. lately. I don't, I don't understand it. I feel like people are just mad that the stock price is still like just hovering at a fifty-two week low so Walt Disney CEO Bob
0: Iger had this interview recently um, and it was right am, you know, amidst the writer strikes and actor strikes um, and he came out in a very negative light which is funny because when I watched it maybe I'm just a, a capitalist or something mm-hmm. but <laughs> I was like oh like, he seems just as charismatic as always and he's kind of <laughs> dodging these questions and
1: yeah, you know the guy's the guy bought Pixar and Marvel. <laughs> like Yeah, like he's bought some huge acquisitions for Disney. Arguably he, has like shot them up in the past decade.
0: For me, it's like, I, I think we've talked, maybe talked about this before, but it's kind of like saying Tim Cook is a fool or something like that. And it's like, yeah. well, like where would Apple be without him? And where would Disney be without Bob Iger? And they obviously can't go anywhere because they pulled him back in and i agree he probably said some insensitive things about uh you know the writers but yeah definitely. it's definitely but i don't know they how connected the ceo like, is. why would a to...
1: ceo like support a strike against like their industry that they're in you know what i mean and it's He's... it's it's always the strike like tactic to like go after the ceo of like who you're standing up to um when they say like it's true negative things about it or just like they just like to go after the big guy there's definitely reasons to like there's definitely reasons like have you have you heard about like the uptick in um like children deaths in all these factories in the midwest I have not. That, that was a nice segue. In <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's like like a sixteen year old died. Um I actually have, I've heard like about child factory.
0: labor stuff in the Midwest recently.
1: Yeah. I didn't I didn't mean to uh veer us onto a child labor uh <laughs> <laughs> Child <laughs> topic, Labor Disney? But, what? What are you saying? Yeah, true.
0: Um I guess what I'll say about it is I don't really want to defend Bob Iger on the podcast. But I just saw a lot of people pointing out the fact that he said um, like it was unreasonable what the people were asking. But it
2: kind. Do we do, do we know what they're asking for? No, but no. You know, okay. wh-
0: whatever. <laughs> do you like higher higher pay?
2: Um, See, I, I don't know I, exactly. I, I thought that too, but I think I. I think it has more
1: it... related to like the use of AI against them, and then they also want more royalties for like streaming i believe
0: okay so higher pay thank you um let's move on (laughs) so (laughs) he said like it's unreasonable what they're asking and this comes in my head from literally months and months and months of disney losing tons of money on streaming and so they're thinking oh so we're you know almost going bankrupt here in this in in this sector of our business and you want us to give you more of the money of the revenue share right Like this is not a sustainable business model for us right now and now you're also you know like striking us in the side with a knife and that's kind of how i saw what he was saying and then everyone took it as you know this rich prick (laughs) and then look at like what he's saying to someone who's like just a starving actor which is a completely fair argument to be honest you know yeah, um, like, it's, it's, he made
1: like $26 million this year or whatever. <laughs>
0: it's hard not to feel jaded about a guy like that when, you know, he's spitting on the common man and he's sitting on his plantation, you know?
1: Especially and- <laughs> when the common man is like his uh, employee. Customer and employee base. Yeah. That's like 100%. how he made his money.
2: I agree. Um, who, but who conducted this interview? I don't know because i was saying that you, like if it's for like a financial um you know newspaper or something like obviously he's gonna give them the finance one but i feel like if he went on like cnn or something he would give the more sympathetic uh sympathetic polls you know
0: i think it was, I feel CN- like this was for, like, cnbc BC.
2: yeah it's a cnbc interview so obviously he's gonna give the financial side of it and and say what the the stockholders want to hear
0: that's exactly what i'm saying like i felt like he was talking to shareholders <laughs> and everyone in america felt like he was talking to them individually you get what i'm saying yes yeah, probably unfortunately is a misconception of how business and the economy works as a society and or at least the american economy
3: <laughs> Yeah, capitalistic. I, I think you're taking
0: it too personally like he was he was not speaking to you right like it if he was it, he would have used different words i don't know
1: do you think is it i'm going di- to not die on this hill anymore i'm done do you think the strike will affect disney stock price you know what's
0: interesting is i wanted to now talk it's more both about the
1: writers and the actors one, one of my other stories
0: is about strikes so not okay. only do we have the writer and the actor strike and we'll get back to your your question okay um, but there's also ups that is going on strike yep. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 34, they have 340,000 employees. I don't know how many are on strike, but you know it's a lot of people potentially to not be working. Starbucks is on strike.
1: Damn, they're, they're always on strike though. They're always on
0: strike. That's, that's honestly fair. <laughs> good, good point, Spike. And then Yellow, which is a, a transportation company, has tw- 22,000 workers. So that's a good amount on strike. Damn part of their union
1: where are they and based so, out of um do you know i do not oh, okay moving on <laughs> yeah <Yellow. laughs>
0: <laughs> um chua vista it looks like i think
1: <laughs> really damn yeah the hotels are going on strike as well i've been seeing it like at work <laughs> of just yeah, people the, striking it's,
2: it's it's mostly the L.A. hotels.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, L.A. County and um, a little bit of Orange County, I think, as well. But, yeah, I'll be going into work at, you know, 8, 8.30 and just see a guy banging on a drum out in front of a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: interesting, honestly. And I think that this is pretty representative of the economic unrest in America recently, even though we all like to act like... You know everything's doing better i don't think people are necessarily making more money when inflation has made everything you do cost more and your money worth less
1: yeah um, i think people are definitely fed up they're like ever since the end of the pandemic it like hasn't necessarily always been the greener you know grass like the market think, has Manny? been pretty pretty bad since then obviously year to date we're doing great but there's still obviously uh high interest rates inflation is through the roof yeah i mean wages are i think pretty staggered the average
2: the average consumer this like interest rate is gonna affect them more than the wealthy individuals and you're just gonna see uh more people tight for money in the middle class I don't think it's uh, too surprising.
0: And going back to the writer strike and this uh, actors' guild strike, I do think that's going to hurt these businesses, especially with how stubborn they're acting right, right now.
1: Yeah, I think the writers have been on strike for a month, I want to say, and then the actors only just joined last week, I want to say. If they don't settle with something quickly... I think paramount warner brothers
0: all these studios that are not making the films right now is a great short they're mm. gonna have news stories they're gonna be dipping i don't think it's necessarily a crazy idea all right that would yeah. be,
2: really no, saw... be a really interesting play i saw i don't know how long term that would affect it though like i don't think like if they solve this in like three or four months still i feel like their overall revenue in the long term isn't gonna be affected. But their but shares will, for sure. Their
0: shares will dip, don't you think? Like they'll bounce yeah, back.
2: That,
1: yeah, I mean definitely production, de- definitely in the short term. I'm I'm seeing this article and it says that it's gonna cost six hundred thousand dollars per week for the shutdown of Deadpool three and Gladiator Two. So oh my gosh quite a lot of money to be losing poor Ryan Reynolds yeah Um, like that definitely is gonna hurt Disney like in my head you could short these
0: companies and then once they solve it you could buy shares in those shorted companies and that would be your best play because they're gonna bounce back you get what I'm saying but this is a definite short term squeeze on
1: Um, I could see it again. This is not financial advice.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> As we post a week later,
0: <laughs> that's true, right? Maybe they'll solve it by the time this gets out, and this yeah, episode true, will just be horrible tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: Actors Guild.
2: <laughs> so did you hear that, uh, Mister Powell is possibly helping out these uh, strike workers? If they if they little tight for cash, the Federal Reserve just launched launched their first instant payment system called Fed Now. So Daddy Pal just came out with his own Venmo, basically, and uh, you, so can you can just have start it handed out money to people. Um, you know that's not specifically what they talk about, but <laughs> it could it could de- it, that could definitely happen. Maybe your your tax refund could come that way, but um in most bank transfers today, it's like super ancient and it takes three to four days. And this is an uh, instant 24 seven transferable tool that you can have as a consumer to pay for like groceries or anything like that. Or it's also gonna be uh, peer to peer. And Powell says that over time, more banks choose to use this new tool. The benefit to individuals and businesses will include enabling a person to immediately receive a paycheck a company to instantly access funds when an invoice is paid. So it's basically just going to make bank transfers super fast and it's not like Venmo because you don't have to have like a balance on your account. It's Zelle but the service launched with 35 participating banks. So it's basically the Fed created an infrastructure for banks to do direct Like checking your saving account, um, instant transfers between people or businesses. I mean, I love Hmm. the idea of the
0: government tracking all the stuff I do, but hmm, let me think about this for a second.
2: I mean, let's be real. Like Venmo and like PayPal and stuff. Like it shouldn't have ever been the thing. Banks should always just have had instant bank to bank transfers. Like that's that's pretty obvious and. Technological, technologically advanced world that we have now, like the fact that it takes three to four days to do a wire transfer is kind of insane. And you're gonna be up, you're gonna be able to do up to half a million dollars in transfer on the the Fed now, so it like doesn't make any sense to do wire transfers anymore.
0: I mean, like wire transferring and ACH and all these other payment methods are like million dollar industries. I find it hard to believe that fed now a government industry or, mm. you know, uh, project is just going to completely override all of these um, ancient industries because it's, it's going to, I, I don't think the government can figure it out personally. <laughs> I think this is going to be a little bit of a hiccup. At the
2: beginning. Um, I totally agree. I think that this won't be smooth and it won't be implemented that much. But I saw this story and I thought it was like really interesting and could have a lot of potential if they did it right, you know. Well,
0: they've been talking about Fed now for a while, right? I'm really yeah, surprised it's been, they it, put it it's, out.
2: It's been highly anticipated. It literally just came out today.
1: Damn. For uh, what banks is it offered
2: at? It says JP Morgan Chase oh, and Wells. What a Fargo. surprise.
1: Oh, what a surprise. Mm. Wow. What's the as, bail- well the bailouts?
2: As, as well as credit unions. So but it says it's well, launching in thirty-five different banks.
1: Is my first republic still
2: uh accepted? I'm assuming your first <laughs> republic is, is in that thirty five. <laughs> yes. I I would assume that.
1: Let me see if uh do i have to but, sign um, up for it i'll look at it later
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you can look at it later but uh it it was mostly focusing because they did uh, an interview with the cleveland fed president loretta mester and she talks about having like more flexibility with people getting their payments and households avoiding late fees and eliminating payday loans, like, you know, those predatory payday loan places that are in neighborhoods of lesser equality. And uh, they prey on the people that need $500 for rent that month and charge them like 30% interest. So, allegedly, mm-hmm. this service would eliminate more stuff like that because you'd be able to get paid faster and people that like, or like it it talks about people with gig economy jobs. So like, if you have to wait two or three weeks for your paycheck to accumulate all of your different, you know, working that you did during that time, it could be more instant. You get paid like that week or something. So, uh, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting little tidbit because There's just so divided between Venmo and PayPal and Zelle and Cash App and all these different payment systems that people do peer-to-peer with and potentially if you have your banking app, you're going to be able to do peer-to-peer instant with anyone else that has like a major banking app or credit union. seems like a no-brainer, but it's run by the government, so who knows if this is actually going to be any good.
1: Yeah, if they'll live up to what they're saying, it will do.
2: <laughs> but uh you know, Jerome Powell sounded like he believed in it, and I believe in Daddy Powell. So do you? If he has confidence, then yeah. Wow. I gen- I genuinely don't dislike a, like anything that Powell has done. Like people shit on him a lot, but I think he's a well-spoken guy with like a pretty level head on his shoulders. To be in charge of. I think he does coke money. in the bathroom. <laughs> there's zero chance. He did it the Powell in the has, in the White has, House library. Done... Yeah, that, <laughs> there's zero the Powell. It
1: was, was J Powell all along.
2: <laughs> Listen, ever since the incident of '88, Powell has not done a line of coke, and I completely believe him in that story.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough.
2: I uh, I found a
1: a nice perfect. IPO that's happening next week slots right Ooh. into EV summer. Slots Ooh. right no. in. And I'm I'm a, I wanna rename it this week to EP summer for Electric Plane Summer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the company that. is surf air mobility. Let me uh-huh. say that again. Uh, Surf? Oh boy. Not, Air yeah. Mobility. This is, a, uh, this is one of the worst
2: names it, I've ever it heard. It is.
1: It is. Um, but what they are is a subsidiary of Surf Air, which is like a regional um, airline. Wikipedia says their fleet size is 12 planes. Um, very small. Uh, They're like,
2: no, everyone knows surf air. You haven't taken surf air before? No. What the fuck? You've taken surf air. Yeah. 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 When you're trying to go down the trestles or something, you take a little (laughs) surf air and just, (laughs) just
1: you're going to hop away. (laughs) Yeah. They basically own like 12 Cessnas. It seems like that fly, like they originally were flying, um, businessmen to and from um like between southern california and um silicon valley surprise surprise right um mm-hmm. and then they migrated to like actual um just regular passengers i guess more of like a public sector and they're ipoing their i couldn't see how much they were asking for um in all right let me find this they tried to go public um in 20 2022 last year for 1.4 billion um with a blank check company to go public um and then that fell through <laughs> and the reasoning why it fell through fr- through was uh the special purpose acquisition company market waned, so I don't know. This company, um, basically, that basically
2: means that basically means this. No one wanted to invest in SPACs because interest rates started going up and people didn't have free money. Yeah, pretty much. There's no money to go <laughs> around. They've like
1: barely gotten any money. They got like 200 million dollars in funding like two years ago, I think. Um, and what they're the surf. Um, the Surf Air Mobility, what they're trying to do is hybridize Cessnas, basically, um, in an effort to like try and go carbon neutral. Um, they bought a hundred Cessnas in twenty twenty one in order to like electrify them. Um, they've
2: why, why do they only have twelve in their fleet and then buy 100? so there's Cer- just, like...
1: no no there's Surf Air which is like their mm-hmm. like airline right this is like their southwest i guess and then surf Mm -hmm. air mobility (laughs) is it's just so catchy it just 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 rolls off rolls right off the tongue (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh is like a ev like um plane company that's trying to retrofit these planes to try and sell to like um
2: other uh customers of cessna and whatnot so they have to buy the Cessna, and then they have to buy a Tesla and rip out the batteries and motor, and then put yeah. it in the Cessna. Yeah, pretty much. And oh, yeah, th- this seems like this a IPO will be really idea.
1: interesting to see next week because it's it tried to buy like it. There's just so many downsides leading up to this. So I don't know why like they clearly need the cash, but they tried to buy a company called Amp Air, and um. They backed out of the deal last year. Um, They announced they were going to acquire it in 2021 and then never acquired it, basically. Um, And Amp Air was
2: basically... There's just so many confidence signals that I'm getting. Yeah,
1: I know. This company, Amp Air, basically does the same thing that uh, Surfer Air Mobility is trying to do. Mm. And they were trying to merge. And basically, B was one.
0: Look what I just sent you in the chat. Okay. Mhm. I spoke with a guy at this company one time. It's called Supernal, and okay. they are, I think, a subsidiary of Hyundai Motors, and um, maybe they advanced expanded oh. for them or something. But they make these electric helicopters that are supposed to be used for intercity transportation.
1: Yes. And I have been is... seeing a
0: lot about electric air vehicles and using them for shorter transportation trips, like going right. from city to city or within a city, is what they're saying with this, which I kind of thought was asinine. But why is there so many companies thinking that we're just going to fly around, like there's no laws around that or something?
1: like that? I don't know, because there was um a company a couple weeks ago that does the same thing, and they just got like an FAA approval to like test with people. I yeah,
0: think. what was that company called?
1: I'm, I'm blanking. Did we talk about it or no?
0: I don't know if we talked about it. They shot up a a lot a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, but it. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I, I don't envision the f- a future of seeing like low flying electric helicopters, but maybe I'm just got blinders on to the world. I think why Joby there's been Joby, that's right. I think why there's been a increase in more like electric planes and air transport and whatnot is because our battery tech is getting better and better at becoming lighter and lighter because that's one of the biggest drawbacks of being electric um and when you're trying to fly and when you have this extra weight it definitely does not help and it's weight and power density exactly so you need more uh power to get off the ground but then you just wasted more power (laughs) so it just wasn't really attainable And I think it's maybe starting to become more attainable for these companies to develop something that is capable for these short trips.
2: I think a lot of companies are trying this electric uh, airplane or helicopter model because they want to be the next Tesla of the air. And I think it is inevitable that aircraft is going to be electric but it's going to be a while from now, like maybe like 30 to 40 years. And
1: these like electric aircraft aren't even like your standard, like, you know, Oh, Lockheed just announced a new plane. Like
2: Mm -hmm. that, like (laughs) that, that'll, that'll be the turning point when like Boeing announces their electric model, you know?
1: Well, like they're trying to be like, you say they're, they're trying to be the Tesla. They're trying to be like the fucking like DoorDash or Uber of this space like what makes you think that you're going to easily like i guess it's the same they are trying to do they're not doing like
2: uh, i think eventually a company will sell something like this they just have to be the lyft or doordash or uber of aviation right now because that's the only thing that these are good for is doing something super short maybe i'm misinterpreting
1: it though because it looks like this company that you sent noah is doing airport to airport, right? It's not, like, picking up, no. like, on the, like... and no, they're using landing pads. Right, because they don't need a runway. I get. They don't, need a I runway, don't know. So they're,
0: they're using landing pads within a city to transport. It's like a... Oh,
1: a, within the city, okay. So you can land on buildings and stuff, you know? Yeah, that's... I love, that's, I love how the
2: example they give is Anaheim to downtown L.A., 24 minute flight or an hour 10 drive. You save like 40 minutes, and you have to like get in this thing and fly above LA. Like I, it, it'd be cool as a novelty, but I can't imagine someone be like, oh dude, let's just fucking airlift this. I mean, like, Kobe Bryant.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely is faster. That's that's kind of an ass. Oh for sure, take Kobe there, Bryant used to take his it.
2: helicopter to church
0: in Newport Beach, and then his helicopter back to his house in the valley. Yeah, yeah, he and- took his
1: helicopter everywhere exactly like for so
0: after that guys i'm not very comfortable with fucking taking this shit <laughs> oh <laughs> i think we learned God. our lesson from the old <laughs> king you know Damn. personally but
2: <laughs> only take helicopters sparingly don't take it house to house that's what i learned that's I what i learned d- as well are you do you
1: have to like go through any sort of tsa or something like what what is what's the vetting process for me to get on like, i'm assuming like how much if it's time it's am pad, i wasting the on the the ground sitting around right
2: i think it would it would be like having your own private airplane at uh, airport that would be similar so if
1: it take like with this example they have they're saying an hour drive takes 20 minutes but am i spending 40 minutes like 20 minutes each airport
2: you're, or you're each probably, landing You're probably pad. you're probably you're probably spending five to ten in each landing pad. So how much do I really save then? Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's not really worth it right now. But that's that's the only thing that these would be good for though. You can't do any long distance. You can't do like package hauling.
1: Well, well, Amazon's trying to do package hauling with the fucking. Uh, um, yeah. How could
0: you actually save time by taking one of these? You'd have to park and then, you know, (laughs) and
2: then and and then and then go (laughs) up the elevator to the landing pad.
1: Uh, I have to drive to my nearest landing pad. I don't know where the nearest landing pad is.
0: (laughs) I guess if you're in a city you would walk to it. Right, but like you would have to have one near you. And yeah,
1: where's that's... a walkable landing pad? How frequently are there landing pads? Make a right.
0: Okay, and okay. Go up okay so four hundred and thirty-seven stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And Okay, the so you, you
2: you get the, you get the DoorDash for lunch. Someone drives you your food, and then you get in a lift <laughs> to go to the bus station, and then you get on the subway to go to the landing pad, mm-hmm. which is at the top of one hundred and twenty flights of stairs. <laughs> Yeah. But it's worth it, though. <laughs>
1: it's it's worth it because it's Supernal faster. Superno calls faster them sky
0: now. ports. Like, they said they're going to be making these ports. Oh, they are? I believe so. What? Where? <laughs> In cities. for I know. Just on you,
1: any building about, that will S- let them? Mike, I don't like, think this is as crazy just, as
0: you think. If they build these ports, it's, it's kind of the same idea as Tesla building their own charging stations. right? Other ones that they yeah, the are going to to utilize them
1: so much grander it's on such a bigger scale
0: I agree I and think it's all when you're in I a
1: mean. city you know that too
0: but they don't have to build them in Bakersfield they just have to build them in you know Chicago, New York and LA and that's it. Is what yeah. they're, you know. this is when I say
1: we should just take all this IPO money that this company is getting and just invest it in public transport that actually works.
2: Yeah. Yeah, imagine imagine like, <laughs> inventing the the train, one of or a subway, one of the best uh transportation models ever and then be like, "You know what? We need to solve this flying electric thing." Yeah,
1: we need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Jim, give me those renders of that EV <laughs> tall <VTOL> fucking <laughs> plane.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of EV Summer the brakes might have been uh, tapped today when Tesla announced its uh, Q2 earnings. Yeah, Q2 earnings. But it beat Tesla's earnings. down. They did beat earnings, but they're down 9.7% today. Even a- even after they beat earnings and revenue. Why do you think that, that happened, was- Manny? Well, allegedly, it was because Elon signaled that third quarter production would be down slightly, in which means signal, that
0: <laughs> he said it's not going to be as <laughs> <laughs> great as our second fucking EV summer summer I, quarter. <laughs> I, I,
1: I hate when when companies do that, where they like have like a mediocre earnings report and then they just say, "Yeah, and the future outlook is not looking good," and then just like bounce, and it just destroys the stock like that happened with the Hallie Burton this week on me too where it's like I think they beat like revenue but not like yeah I think they beat revenue and then like missed EPS or something and then they were like yeah and oil production probably gonna slow down in in the coming months and it just like is down like four percent it's like what the fuck
0: I mean they're not gonna make false promises you know
2: So you would think that production would be down because of demand? No. That's not what Elon says. Here's here's what he's got to say about production being down. We continue to target 1.8 million vehicles delivered this year, although we expect the Q3 production will be a little bit down because we've got summer shutdowns for a lot of factory upgrades. So just probably a slight decrease in production in Q3 for sort of global factory upgrades. So, it's not because no one's buying EVs. EV Summer is still chugging along. Mm-hmm. They just had to shuffle around some new machines, you know, putting some shiny arms. So, so you don't they think that the, the fall quarter cyber is going to kill EV Summer? No. I think, What's surprising I think EV Summer, is
1: Rivian wasn't affected by,
2: uh, by Tesla. Rivian and, even went up because, you know, they, they're EV Summer. Exactly. You, you can't keep them down.
1: No.
0: What about Ford? Um, Ford cut their F-150 Lightning and they dropped the price too. Yeah. Uh,
1: they, they followed that's just, Tesla's suit of uh, cutting their price to entice people to fucking buy it. And they're <laughs> losing money on that car, aren't they? So they're going to be uh, losing even more money on it. Wow.
2: Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I the the F-150 is not that cool compared to a Tesla or so I kind of expect that. What? Ford's kind of dropping the ball on, uh, on EVs. Really? Ford dropping the ball since when? I've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: That's
0: crazy. <laughs> it's such a reliable company in the past.
2: <laughs> so what also made investors kind of weary was that Tesla's margin was down, which is kind of like why people think it's different than other car companies. Like it has... A lot higher margin than the traditional automakers. It came in at 18.2% versus the expected 18.8%.
0: I mean, didn't he lower just... the price of the car?
1: Yeah, that definitely helped. He lowered the price of the car like, what was it, 20%? You're going to have more margins when you sell, sell it for less. Goddamn cars.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of impressive though that he's having an eighteen percent margin on cars. Like autumn automotive is, automotive is notorious for having super slim margins. Look I, how I shit shit they're banco.
0: made, though. Eighteen percent
2: sounds sounds pretty good. No, it Bard. is a great margin, but
1: you you see it, <laughs> you see the margin. Do for sure, not? for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, I see uh, it. Spike. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what Elon had to say about the the margin. The short-term variance in gross margin and profitability really are minor relative to the long-term picture. Autonomy will make all these numbers look silly, said on a a portion of the call. It does make sense to sacrifice margins in favor of making more vehicles. So what he wants is more vehicles on the road with less margin so then he can sell the $15,000 full self-driving to people that bought a $60,000 car which kind of makes sense like it's that's kind of been their model with the full self driving and like that's why people buy teslas for a lot of it is they they I think disagree. it can drive itself i, yeah, well, it I agree with your well. point I don't,
1: but I don't i don't think people buy them i don't think people buy it especially with it being dragged in the mud this past year
0: I think that right. that is their plan and you are right about that and whether or not it's a good plan or bad plan but I think most people that buy Teslas especially in fucking Irvine do not know how to drive them and I guarantee you they're driving them because of how shitty they are driving <laughs> them. Like <laughs> it's so annoying. And yeah. I don't think So because spend Tesla that.
2: drivers So because Tesla drivers are bad drivers you're saying they're not buying Tesla I mean, can I say no, a joke
1: I've, on the podcast I, without I being have, berated as facts, you know?
2: <laughs> I have I feel
1: like I've talked to a lot of Tesla owners, and I don't remember any of them saying yes when I asked if they had the the full self-driving.
0: I don't know if we're going to find stats on the number of Tesla owners who have self-driving. I don't think he has reported that, but nevertheless, anecdotally, me and Spike think that it's lower.
2: Yeah, I think it's around 20% or something.
0: Well, that's it's a lot some a... number that Manny made up in his head, so it's probably yeah. around that.
2: I've 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 seen that number thrown around on quite a bit of uh I've you know, also seen things
0: be twenty percent a lot. Like I remember twenty percent for certain stocks all the time, you know? Twenty percent mm-hmm. this, twenty percent that.
2: Crazy, crazy, crazy. But uh and it makes a lot of sense when you buy a hundred and twenty thousand dollar car to buy a fifteen grand upgrade, but and about fifteen to twenty percent of their cars are the higher end model, so it kind of makes sense.
0: What Tesla's one hundred twenty thousand
2: dollars? The top of the line Model S, the Plaid.
1: Oh, that's wow. the
2: basis that we're we're using. I mean, if you drive around OC, like Mom's going to Whole Foods have plaids so you know. I mean, oh yeah let's you look go at the to of one of cars the they they richest
1: <laughs> fucking counties in all of southern california and <laughs> use you're that just as using my basis.
0: joke fact now yeah. as your point yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: i mean i'm, I'm using joke. orange county I'm, I'm using orange joke. county the most uh ev dense county in all of the united states unfortunately so, you know, man I you're have. just
0: you're just statistically wrong they sold more of the threes and <laughs> you know that's not a hundred thousand dollars they're like mm-hmm. forty thousand dollars so i don't think what people... do you mean
2: i said they i said they sold like 20 percent of the s and x's so of course they sold more threes
0: yeah so the majority of those people are not buying the upgrade you get what i'm saying like it's it's a much huge oh much no no upgrade. no i know
2: yeah no i know i, I see what you're saying but, but the people that are buying the 90 grand might as well be buying the 120 though
1: i uh i not sure like cost, fair, enough, fallacy, fair enough but yeah It's more of an argument that end (laughs) than it is the other end of the spectrum in terms of the price point for the cars.
2: Anyway, um, Elon gave out a little one-time incentive because of this uh, production around autonomy, and he let anyone with full self-driving currently on their Tesla, if they trade that Tesla back in and buy a new one, you will get that full self-driving transferred over, which has never happened before. It's always been locked to cars.
1: That's the big announcement?
0: So you, yeah. can, you, can I
2: buy it today and then I get it forever? You, you can buy it today and you can get it up until you buy another one in August.
1: <laughs> the deadline is August?
2: something like that or not wait wait like like the the end of august or something are you serious what a joke that's ridiculous (laughs) it's basically for like the people that have like the 2015 model s that bought full self-driving for like eight grand or whatever like six grand back when it was and then now that's fifteen, they can trade that in, buy a new Model Three, and they have full self-driving.
0: Elon Musk literally like walked into the marketing department with his pants down. And he's like, "I have a great idea. <laughs> what if we have a loyalty yeah, program?" He really put on and, the fucking. Hey, let me think about this for a second.
1: nose for mm. these announcements.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know
1: maybe it's I don't know. just either my I don't uh...
2: listen i wasn't saying it was a good deal but here's what you could do you could buy like a 2012 model s that's like super beat to ass <laughs> that the guy bought full self driving for like 25 grand 25. trade that into tesla yeah but you don't and then
1: you're losing like so much value when you trade it in i bet you think what do you, you mean you buy Elon you... is gonna see your 2012 beat in the ass Twenty grand sure, I'm, I'm
2: sh- sure five. I'm sure the difference would be less than the fifteen you have to pay for full self driving. Okay. Maybe maybe like that a five. Is... Or six we're
0: cent. done talking about this. <laughs> do you guys hear about Carvana? Oh, we talked about Carvana a little bit? How do you feel about that, Manny? Up a thousand
2: percent. Carvana I mean, uh we haven't talked about Carvana on the on the pod recently, but yeah, up like seventeen hundred percent since the low, <laughs> which is That's crazy.
1: That's insane. I don't I get mean, it. they
2: were a penny stock
0: for a little bit and now they're literally like for $50 a share mm-hmm. you know insane. I
1: will say for the amount of years that I've seen those goddamn fucking car vending machines I finally saw one moving in this year so think that move? is anecdotal yeah I saw one like used being used like a car was being brought down no that's not yes what no. yes Mm-mm. I know right no.
0: We're not it's allowed not to just like give looking. out false facts on the podcast. You know what I mean, you can just fucking lie to our audience. <laughs> I've never no. seen a Carvana. I have of my seen
1: life. one Carvana tower that was in use. <laughs> you know how quick we had to whip out my phone if that shit I, was happening. <laughs> it went by so fast that I yeah. I didn't have enough time. <laughs>
2: have you guys not seen the videos of I people putting the giant coin in? And Is then it a coin?
1: There's a coin.
2: There's literally like a three foot wide coin that you put in and then and then that brings your car down. Why did I, I not buy this stock earlier?
1: <laughs> a giant coin? Who's running yes. this company? <laughs>
3: <laughs> children. <laughs> Literal children. Coin?
1: Oh what is this novelty as 1000 percent feels like, gain stock? It
0: feels like this was made by some slimy guy that I went to high school with. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, that's I, the overwhelming feeling of Carvana that yeah. never went to college and he's like, I came up with a great idea for
1: a What business. if we put cars in vending machines? Now, get this. The coin is the size of a car. We'll <laughs> deliver them to your house
0: and we want to inspect it whatsoever before. Mm. So it's kind of a crap shoot. <laughs> and we
1: lie about damage on the car <laughs> and we repaint the cars so no one knows. <laughs> Or potentially with a
2: wrap (laughs) maybe we spin the odometer i i love how uh in 2020 and 2021 this had an insane run-up because the uh the revenue uh let's see here more than doubled from 2019 and 2020 but this stock was never profitable even in 2019 they're bringing in four billion and still losing 115 million yeah I don't 2020 bringing in five and a half billion losing 170 million like I just they feel even... like the novelty
1: has uh definitely gone away but i don't know why like why are they doing so well th- this year then
2: guys they, they, they... i don't think i don't think they're doing super well like in 2019 Their stock price ranged from, what, like, $60 to $90, and they're only at $45 right now. So, like, people don't think they're as good as they were before the huge car boom. So I I think this is just a, a rebound off of the bottom.
0: I think I can explain this a little bit. I think that their model that they were creating isn't necessarily a bad idea. There's a group of people out there that want convenience over... Price technically, which is what Carvana is trying to target, right? Mm-hmm. But they grew at such an astronomical rate one, all over the country, and two, by IPOing and going on the stock market and getting a surplus of money through that avenue as well. And then obviously putting it towards the business in some capacity that they. Decided that they were going to try to find everyone in America who wanted convenience overpriced with cars and then With that model in any type of situation when people aren't buying cars Which you know recently happened with a lot of used cars and shit You're gonna start buying a lot more cars from people rather than selling them and I think that ultimately led them going to having terrible revenue streams for a while and They needed to have some more slow growth in my opinion as a company and I don't yeah. know why they decided to just jump at it, but just a that's classic
1: what... case of spreading too thin too quickly.
0: Exactly. That's what I think it is. And now I think it's just a gamble, whatever you do with the stock. It has nothing to do with the business model anymore because that's what happened to it. You know?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. still doesn't explain I it, any, why I it think... deserves a thousand
2: percent, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. It's I crazy.
2: Mean, it was probably super heavily shorted, and now it's coming off of that. So Talking about something I mean, else only...
0: that's uh, super heavily shorted, Manny, how do you feel about AT&T hitting a 29-year low recently?
2: Wow. Hot take as uh, a dividend stock that a lot of old people love to on and, and keep dumping in I will never invest a cent into AT&T I think it's a losing business and I don't think their dividend is gonna hold up so I would short AT&T
0: I mean they went up a little bit today but I was after hitting their 29 year low <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not much to write home about yeah. Ryzen's imagine, also done a lot. They had like. Can you, lead can you imagine
2: buying in 93 and still being down? No, I can't. Um, that, that, that's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, they had these
0: reports of. They had like these cables that they laid down and there was a bunch of lead in them causing poisoning. And I think Verizon had the same reports and other carriers. Um, that's what kept being reported in the news with it. But it almost just seemed like it was a bit of a squeeze. Um, and I mean, do
2: you know what the short interest is on this? I don't. That'd be a uh, a reverse squeeze because it went down so much, right? Oh, it dealt, it popped like crazy,
0: just like a cherry.
2: (laughs) 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 It's certainly a red graph. I mean, Monday it took a huge hit. and Honestly, then Tuesday did the same, but the, the 8% win, win, dividend pop back up.
1: just looks very enticing. How, how much is said, it? You said 29 week low. It's 8.25%.
0: Holy shit. Do yeah. I want some 18? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah.
1: This is enticing. A yeah, 29, week, years or 29 year low. That's. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, lose five percent, gain eight percent every year. You think it's just because of lead in cables?
0: I did not say that. I said that's what's re- being reported with it.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Never believe what's being reported, Spike. Come on. Are you a sheep? Yeah. Okay, I got I, mean, I got some
0: other interesting news for you guys that we kind of missed. This is old news, but I f- I found it very interesting. So, obviously, we saw that recently um, the FTC lost their lawsuit against Microsoft, trying to stop the merger between Microsoft and Activision Blizzard.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: But something that was a little bit more interesting was that during this lawsuit, Sony had to supply some documents um, about different revenue streams, and um, employee amounts, and money that they spent to prove their point in this court case. And they needed to redact you know, certain portions of the disinformation so that it wouldn't be public. And I think someone literally redacted it with a black Sharpie, so when you scan it, you can just see through it.
1: <laughs> oh my God you're joking (laughs) isn't that
0: ridiculous like you think i'm making this up but i'm not that's Um,
1: hilarious and like blunder
0: (laughs) for example it showed that they spent on horizon forbidden west have you heard of this game before
1: yeah i have
0: and they spent 212 million (gasps) dollars
1: holy shit damn how much did it make
0: over five years with 300 employees. The Last of Us Part Two cost $220 million with 200 employees. I think they made a lot more than
1: that. They, they than made Last a shit Us. ton of money on that. There's even a fucking show.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that franchise is going crazy. Yeah. But, okay. I, there's some also very interesting stats that they posted about the amount of Call of Duty players on PlayStation. And I think it said that over 14 million users spent 30% or more of their time playing Call of Duty. And over 6 million users spent more than 70% of their time playing Call of Duty. And about 1 million of PlayStation users spent 100% of their time playing Call of Duty in
2: 2021. Oh my. It's a crazy stat, but I swear to God, it doesn't even surprise me. People just use Xboxes and Playstations for COD boxes. In that, 2021, that is, yeah. Call
0: of Duty players spent an average of 116 hours per year.
2: Yeah, that's nothing. Those are rookie numbers.
1: <laughs> I mean... That, that's a lot. That's a for lot. For an average user, that, yeah, that's a ton. That for you an know, average,
2: like, that is a ton.
0: Yes, we play you know nerd-level amounts of video games, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know most people are normal human beings, right? That, <laughs> they you know, have lives. They don't just watch stocks every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do bullshit and play poker, but uh, it said, yeah, it, it just ridiculous amounts of of stats about that, and yet they still won this lawsuit, which I kind of think is crazy. Um, they did a what was that announcement that they said that PlayStation was gonna st- always have access to Call of Duty or something.
1: Oh like that. yeah, they signed yeah. that deal with uh, with Microsoft. Yeah correct or whatever whatever side you're talking about no no no, 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 no. we were just obviously thinking
0: of, <laughs> of different sides um but yeah i just thought that was kind of interesting i thought it was a super funny blunder on sony's side
1: so to go back to your um horizon Forbidden west you said it was 200 million that they uh spent to make it 212 yeah 212 oh, so five years in May, this articles claiming that they have sold 8.4 million units mm-hmm. um, at $60 a pop. That's $504 million. There
0: you go. They're probably not so making made, that margin on them, but like, yeah, yeah, a, that's that's a 70% kind of, margin. It's a video game, right? Like, you got to make a yeah.
1: I don't know if that 200 includes like paycheck and health insurance stuff like that.
0: I'm sure it does. Or if it's Honestly. just for
1: like, because that's costs. the main
0: cost is research and development. You know what I mean of these these people that you're paying right. to do it. I don't think they're spending a lot yeah. of money on
1: uh, hardware to to build it. Probably. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, it's a it's a piece of it's a game, right? <laughs> like, I, 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 maybe I'm missing something, but
1: maybe the and I would think the majority
2: of that would go to wages.
0: Wages. Yeah, I agree with you.
2: And there's a reason why game makers have been continuously shoving down uh, digital downloads uh, down everyone's throat because there's way more profit in that. They don't have to make the disc. And oh yeah, there's so in a GameStop and
0: oh my god, and you can't
2: and, and you can't resell it too. If some kid isn't buying a twenty dollars Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever on eBay, so he has to buy the sixty nine dollar one on the PlayStation Store.
0: This suggests that COD sales are worth 800 million dollars to playstation in just 2021 so Ooh. they make more off a game that's not even theirs than one that they've been developing for five years like wow <laughs> every year that's, the,
2: that's, <laughs> that's that's the power of of winning the console war right there
0: i know but imagine just saying it's okay for microsoft to buy this company and just also start making billions of dollars in revenue off a game when they own tons of other games, including Minecraft, which is like, you know, the most popular game of all time, like uh-huh. they're just buying the main franchises. Don't you think it's a little fucking monopolistic?
1: Yeah, well, but, you know, the FTC doesn't think so,
2: so neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> let me just rack up some more Microsoft shares and let them do what they do. I've, I've never
0: wanted the government to really do anything in my life until you hear dumb <laughs> shit like this and you're like oh my god like do your fucking job you know, know. like it's <laughs>
1: frustrating when when something like this How about this under. we're,
0: we're going to get a little nerdy for a second though like Microsoft ruined Minecraft you know what I mean they yeah. there's no yeah. competition with this shit and they're going to ruin all these games they're going to ruin everything they touch because there's dumb shit people working there not creative people at these small companies that create cool art and technology and games and movies when it all becomes warner brothers when it all becomes these big you know giant companies making something it becomes shit guys like it's because yeah, they're it's just solely focused
1: on the profits at this point they don't care what you think of their game did you buy it good that's all they care about
0: what you get when you get this go, is like the, they're gonna the say, company like, you
1: go buy a different game oh that game yeah i own that game too exactly and the company oh, that just one? begins yeah, to rinse and repeat
0: too. forever and ever that's why you have Apple making the same fucking phones that's mm-hmm. why you have Facebook never updating right yep. that's why you have it It all just becomes the same shit and they're trying to milk it and milk it and milk it they don't innovate they don't you know try to create something new and that's why I don't like the monopolistic shit even though I'm obviously like very capitalistic inclined it's, it's stupid it's stupid to have monopolies and you 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 create big companies, which is, you know, good technically, right? To give a lot of people jobs and right, it's you know, safe. happy work environments or whatever. But I think it's better to have a medium sized stable company like IBM or Intel that's not just, you know, reaching for the moon with certain valuations.
2: Yeah, I agree. Would you call Sony one of those medium level ones? Yes, I would. It still feels it still feels like they have a creative wand with a lot of things they do in comparison to something like Microsoft, huh?
0: I because of the diversification of what they create rather than acquisitions of companies they have nothing to do with and then ruining them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Link, LinkedIn I if... for example, which is a cancer now.
0: Like, do you like going on LinkedIn?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I've never it's liked horrible. going on it before, but I was just like looking at it today. And it's just, like, fucking trash. I just don't understand it. Um, I, I think everything Microsoft has recently
0: touched has kind of turned to shit. Dude, but this is one of the things where I would still put money into Microsoft because of how much of a grip they have on America's neck, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it definitely has slid under the radar for the general retail trader.
0: Warren Buffett did sell his Activision Blizzard shares, so he's not making any money on this.
1: Hmm. I mean, that just kind of goes to show what he thinks of it.
0: I think he did it for... He needed the cash, I think.
1: What, for like another play, maybe? Yeah, that's what I read. For his LNG sh- shares that he bought? Exactly, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay are we gonna end on my rant or yeah no i think that was a good uh finale rant
2: great yeah, and get off my lawn
1: <laughs> we are releasing a trading right We're yes doing paper, paper trading. trading yes uh it'll be out by now by the time this comes out is there any link that we can give people
2: the link will be in the description of our podcast two weeks there's a
1: there's a cash prize for the winner um Yeah, we'll post the link. Have fun.
0: And it's on MarketWatch as Bull vs. Bear paper trading game if you cannot find it there. Thank you everybody and have a good night.